Now for French Connections, our weekly look at the intricacies of life here in France with Florence Vilmino. Great to see you. Now this week we're going to focus on one of the country's most famous national monuments, the Mont Saint-Michel. The medieval city on a rock is an architectural marvel that attracts millions of visitors each and every year. It, absolutely. It's one of the most visited sites in France and you can understand why because it's breathtaking, uh, the Mont Saint-Michel, whether it's the uh, Mont Saint-Michel itself or also the views that you can see uh, of the bay around it. Now, uh, what's interesting is the Mont Saint-Michel is actually a town with a mayor and a post office. And in uh, 1979, it was granted the UNESCO World Heritage status. If you think the Mont Saint-Michel looks familiar, uh, it might be because it's inspired a lot of copies. For instance, Sleeping Beauty's castle in the, the Disney uh, cartoon, or even the castle in Gondor in uh, Lord of the Rings, if you're that kind of nerd. And now what's interesting is each year uh, it attracts about 3 million visitors, 40% of which are foreigners. Well, everybody does know Mont Saint-Michel, even in Germany. <laughs> How so? No, well, uh, my parents have been here for 30 years ago. It's like a pilgrimage for us to um, visit because, of course, in the Philippines we're Catholic, so that's why we wanted to see Saint-Michel as well. We are at 5 miles here, so we know just a little bit like that. For me, it's a bit mystical. Now, Florence, before uh, mass tourism, Mont Saint-Michel was a favorite destination for pilgrims uh, dating back to medieval times. Absolutely. Similarly to the Camino uh, de Santiago in Spain, uh, from the beginning of the 8th century, in fact, it was a European pilgrim, uh, pilgrimage destination, and it remains so uh, today. One of the key features of the Mont Saint-Michel is a towering Gothic abbey, which was built between the 11th and the 16th century. And what's interesting is legend has it, the idea of building uh, this uh, Gothic abbey actually came in a dream to a bishop. This was the Bishop Aubert of Avranches, uh, and it came to him apparently in the dream in 709, so <laughs> quite a long time ago. Uh, now, in the 14th century, so during the 100, 100 Years' War, it became a fortress, and it was never captured by the, by the English, so it became a, a symbol of French resilience. Now, uh, after the French Revolution, for a time, it was actually used as a prison, uh, and we'll take a look at our expression du jour, because it's really interesting interesting what it was nicknamed at the time, the Bastille uh, des, des Mers, so the Bastille of the Sea. Mm. It was used for political prisoners mainly. It was kind of the perfect place to keep prisoners, honestly, because of the fortifications and its isolation in the sea. Because the Mont Saint-Michel is, in fact, a tidal island, if you will, surrounded by water at high tide, and it can be dangerous at low tide. Absolutely. You, at low tide, you can actually walk around the bay and you can get some spectacular views of the Mont Saint-Michel. You can see the, the tide there going down. You'll be able to see some people walking around it. It is better to get a guide, it must be said, because there are patches of quicksand and the incoming tide is notoriously dangerous. It's been said that it races in at the speed of a galloping horse, which is a bit of an exaggeration, but you can actually find yourself in quite tricky situations, especially during super tides. La baie reste un milieu sauvage, naturel, donc forcément les conditions ne sont pas toujours optimum. On ne marche pas sur un tapis rouge du début à la fin. Donc voilà, il donc faut faire attention. C'est-à-dire que la mer ici, elle vous encercle. Et ça, c'est le gros danger dans la baie. Même au Moyen-Âge, c'était déjà ce qui causait le plus de pertes. So Flo, given that Mont Saint-Michel is located on an island in a bay, which region does it belong to? Well, if you want to start a heated discussion, ask locals if the Mont Saint-Michel belongs to Normandy or Brittany. Now, technically, uh, it's part of the, nor the region of Normandy, but people from Brittany love to claim it for themselves.
Le mot est normand, on va pas... Il a toujours été normand. Pour moi, il est breton. Pour moi, c'est plus normand. So, technically, it's part of Normandy, but arguably, as it's a uh, World Heritage Site, it belongs to everyone. A little bit of everyone. Now, you mentioned uh, the Mont Saint-Michel is a town, but who lives there exactly? Well, these days, it does seem a little bit more like a theme park, but about 30 people live permanently uh, in uh, the island town. So it means that it has the world's highest tourist-to-inhabitant ratio, about 100,000 tourists for each inhabitant. Now, this being France, you'll be happy to hear that the Mont Saint-Michel has its own gastronomical specialty, which is actually an omelette uh, that was created in 1888 by Annette Poulard. There's a restaurant called the Mère Poulard, which continues to serve her trademark omelette, which are cooked, you can see here, in a wood fire today. They're expensive. It'll cost you about 40 euros an omelette. 40 but bucks? 40 bucks, but apparently they're delicious. I mean, look at this thing. It looks amazing. Uh, apparently the, the secret is that the eggs are beaten uh, in a rhythm. Take a listen. Je vous en prie, je vous en prie. La recette n'a pas changé depuis 1888. I'll beat the egg the, in the same way you pay me 40 bucks. Is the Mont Saint-Michel a victim of its success? Uh, you know, is that what authorities are wondering? Well, these days, really, there's so many tourists that sometimes it can actually be hard to move through the town. Local authorities, though, that say that since it's a town, they don't want to close it off and, uh, you know, charge an entrance fee, for instance, or what they do at Versailles. But they're working on having a more sustainable uh, model for tourism, especially when it comes to the local marine wildlife around Mont Saint-Michel, which they want to protect more and more. Another thing, you can see this underwear here, that uh, <laughs> local <laughs> authorities want to protect is their image, because you can really find... Uh, the name Mont Saint-Michel and all, all sorts of things, mugs, biscuits, <laughs> underwear, my vest as well. Uh, recently, uh, the authorities from Mont Saint-Michel won a bid to make Le Mont Saint-Michel a trademark, as is the case for Deauville and Saint-Tropez as well. Flo, thank you very much for that. That's it for this edition. In the meantime, you can tweet your questions to Flo. The address is at Flo Vilmino. And check out our website, france24.com.